Welcome to That's What I'm Saying, the podcast about hip-hop, entertainment, dating, sex, relationships, and social issues from a sometimes ratchet but mostly woke perspective. So subscribe, listen to That's What I'm Saying. We're on iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, iHeartRadio, Spreaker, Stitcher, TuneIn, Spotify, and Pandora. Also watch That's What I'm Saying, the TV show on Island TV. Follow us on Instagram and Facebook at TwizPod. So I'm Sean. And I'm Shatara. Hey, Shatara. So, what are we calling this episode? We're going to call this episode, Why'd You Lie About August? Why'd You Lie? Why'd (laughs) You Lie About August? (laughs) You lied. You lied on August. Okay. So, we're going to just get right into the ratchet minute. Okay. So, I'm sure that you've heard already that August Alcina is speaking out. Um, about this past alleged relationship with Jada Pinkett Smith. And he claims that Will gave the blessing. So for years, we've always heard about Will and Jada having an open relationship and open marriage. And they seem to be the happiest Hollywood black love couple ever. Like Will and Jada are the, you know, example of that's what I'm striving for. They're the relationship goals, <laughs> supposedly. I guess. However, so now you got this young man coming out. Now, August Alcina is a music artist, a singer songwriter from New Orleans. And uh, he has the song, I love this shit. Everybody had to tell me like what the song was. I'm like, oh yeah, that song, that song. He's a, he's a young, he's a young yam. And in the interview with Angela Yee, he was so distraught. Like, I know he has some health issues, but he was like, you know, I know what it feels like to actually touch love and I can die happy knowing that I've actually touched that love. And From Jada? Yeah. Yes. What's he talking about? He's talking about Jada. He is oh. open, hunty. Yeah. He put the rawr on him. <laughs> I didn't, I didn't, I didn't even hear Cause when I saw that the video with the, the interview with Angela Yee was like over an hour, I was like, I'm good. I don't even know this dude's songs, real talk, but okay. Well, he listen, he also has an album coming out, so he knew what to say and how to get him. Because the one thing I know that his name is bubbling, August Alcina. I'm like, who? August? Well, August is in a few weeks. What y'all talking about? They're like, August Alcina. I'm like, ah, right. I wasn't thinking, I wasn't thinking anything about this multicolor hair young man. And I can't even front what they were his like. It looks like um, Twizzlers. <laughs> Wait a minute. How about there's a meme and it's and it has um has the, Bob? No. no, no, no. It's, it's Khalees. Is Khalees and then it's him and it says the hairstyles of the brokenhearted. <laughs> <That's not funny. laughs> oh, excuse me, I'm gonna send it to you. It is oh, because then you look at all of them. It's like oh my god, they all have that same hairstyle. Wait, <laughs> oh my you're, gosh, you're, there's more. Wait, wait, wait. your phone is about to beat because I'm gonna send it to you. Yes, and yes, it is so funny. So he's distraught and he's open and you know. um, a lot of men are saying like, that's what you get for thinking you can actually deal with a older woman, 35 and up and you can't handle it. So he sounds just open. I'm sorry. Maybe I'm a little cold hearted. I giggled a little bit. I was like, Oh, let me just say that being of the older woman club mm-hmm. and you know, it's a lot of times like you, you see these, these, I mean, they're babies, you know, like, man, you still wet around the ears, but you know, you might give them a little spin or whatever. Because they're young and they are very open. And I would just say to y'all August Alcinas out here, mm-hmm. be very careful when you deal with an older woman. Because as 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 my friend would say, she going to treat you like a piece of dental floss, get you all nasty, then throw you in the trash. Like, boom. <laughs> <laughs> 
I mean, so you have to be, you got to be on game. You got to be on point because it's a whole nother type of relationship when you dealing with a woman who done seen some things and she done been through some things and she could teach you a thing or two. Uh-uh, don't, don't jump in that arena unless you're ready. Drake has a song about dating the older woman who has a condo with a pool, a house with a view. Her uh-huh. son, son is 26 and he just, I, he just I hope I don't ever meet him. He look crazy. Like, <laughs> you know, got me feeling like my daddy back in 86. Yeah, so Drake is even, you know, dabbling with the older women. I, I will say this. Older women are giving younger girls a run for their money. Younger girls yeah. are looking a little hurt. You know, I love the baby hair and I love the lace fronts and the long, you know, casket style nails and everything. However, I will say like older women, you know, the 40 and uppers, like y'all are looking amazing. Yeah, like for real. And you have a there's there's a different type of sex that an older woman brings to the to the game to the game. I'm just I'm just saying. Like Can you- little boy, you ain't never, you ain't never. Watch it. Watch it now and I'll make you grits in the morning and I'll we make you we like, mm-mm, I don't know. This this might be way too much for you. And I'm not even trying. I ain't even being funny. I'm like, for real, for real. Like, so I'm just like to little August, you know, because whether he was trying to get his album out, maybe that's why he was talking about it. But like some shit like that will fuck up your head. You out here with the, um, you know, with a fur coat on and in a hundred degree weather type shit. Be careful. He's already showing that he's messed up. But the one thing that does show youth is that, he is talking about it. Who talks on it? So even if, right, Will gave him the blessing, right. even if Will gave him the blessing, let's just say, I'm sure Will did not give you the blessing to run your mouth. Is it worth you losing your job though? Because <laughs> you detaining me for nothing. What you- right, right. Like, like, man, that's the youngest shit ever. Who talks? Who, to- who like, is giving a play by play? Like, and that's why I'm saying he didn't. He done got all the way turned out. And that's what happens. You get turned all the way out. Album or no album. So Jada, but the whole, the thing that was so interesting to me is like, she wasn't, they wasn't trying to say nothing. Now, did you hear like her, her response is like, I need to be healed or there's some healing that needs to happen. So she's going to be her own guest on Red Table. Girl, bye. Girl, bye. She's not going to get Ayala for your life. She's not pulling out Ayala for this one. I, I need oh. to see it. I want to. I'm. I'm going to be tuned in to the table talk because I do. Oh, definitely. Because let's believe it was a secret society, and he broke the trust. Because you know, I'm sure the whole thing they know about it. You know, Will. Will probably knew. You know, he over here skydiving for his 50th. Or remember that? That was that last year or something. You know, yeah. the whole whatever he was doing. You know, she quiet as it's kept. We've all heard, like you said, we've all heard the rumors. So I think it's, 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 it's not a secret that they have an open marriage and they've been had it for a while and, you know, let other people tell it, you know, Jada goes both ways. Mm-hmm. Maybe I've heard maybe that. Will does. Maybe Will does too. Yeah. That's a lot of greed. I tell you those both way people, you greedy. Yeah. <laughs> Just you know, one, one dick ain't enough, huh? It's just, you know, you just want dick and you want, mm, I mean, one hole ain't on, enough. But not even that. I'm like, were you busy? Whatever. I'm about to you. I'm like, were you busy? <laughs> <laughs> you want to date everybody, huh? Your, your Tinder is popping, huh? <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. August, get your head together. Get your head together. I hope his album sales do well. After all this, when it's all said and done, I really hope his album. Man, he could well. be writing songs about this. 
for a for out al- for good album for album. Like yeah, he has a little thugged out way of you know singing and rapping, and he sounds a little bit like um Trey songs. A little, I mean, I like it. It's a little, it's a little raw and ra- I like it. So it's all right with me. However, this right here is just silly young boy business. So that's you always tell your age, and boom, this was it, Jada. Like you shouldn't be chasing boys. Hey, you should, girl, it's like something. girl, it's your son. You should have waited. I say wait till they twenty nine because I think he was like twenty six. <laughs> And if they've been going on, that means they've Wait been going on. Wait till on the cusp of 30. <laughs> really? That's, that's your lesson? Your little, your little cougar? Your little cougar? Uh, 28 and a half, 29. Okay, Marcus. That's how you sound. You <laughs> <laughs> should not have someone toot your horn. I can do that. Marcus. I can toot your horn for you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I have no panties on. <laughs> okay, you over here sound like Lady Eloise. You better go ahead. About 29 is a good age. Okay. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. You, you know, when you you deal with them 22, 23s, like, where are you going to get a 22, 23? You know, oh, but they be saying, they be like so eager to please, like so in the game. You know, everything, everything is about in. Okay, bye. Yeah, yeah. Tell me, tell me more, guy. I got my notepad out. Uh huh, uh huh, uh huh. I'll put on my cat glasses just for you. Uh huh, uh huh. Okay, bye. Okay, bye. Uh huh. All right, all right. Okay. Uh huh. Okay. Hello. Okay. All right. Uh huh. Oh, okay. Okay. Uh huh. Yeah. Okay. Oh, 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 all right. All right. All right. Okay. <laughs> anyway, inside joke, y'all. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Can't even get through it. Okay. Mm. Um. Yeah. So yes, I will be watching the red table talk to just see what Jada was she gonna say. Yes. Yes. Let's see. And turning this little boy out. Turning this boy out. I can't wait. That is one thing. I may have to call out sick just to hear what's happening with that. <laughs> so. Go ahead. What? What's next? What? All right, so this is, I mean, we're talking about, we're still in the ratchet minute, but um, I have a feeling how we talk is probably going to go woke, but let's just put Mm -hmm. it out there. So, um, saw it on Instagram, was a whole big thing. So 50 Cent talks about exotic women and the angry black woman. Mm-hmm. So I guess, you know, it's been 50's birthday. So he's been on this whole celebration thing and he sat down or, you know, was talking to Lil Wayne about exploring exotic women and how black women be getting mad about that. So look, everybody knows I, I have this. I love 50 cent. You know that, right? I love 50, but that's my type. Very, yeah. I, look, He's a very complicated human being. Like, honestly, he, to me, is the epitome of the stereotypical angry black woman. Is he mm. not? Like, this okay. nigga is the king of the trolls. He's the queen of the trolls. A lot mm. of stuff that he does is very, um, if we were going to talk about stereotypes, he he fits the mold, which is the craziest thing to me. So he gets to, he's talking to Lil Wayne and, you know, he's he's basically saying that, um, you know, the, the exotic, like, it's like something fresh off the boat. Like it's real interesting. Like mm-hmm. he's like, it's different than what you see every day. I guess he's yeah. talking about black women and how mm-hmm. black women get mad about that. So what you think about this? 
I didn't like it. I like 50 Cent. And I have to remember that he has a sense of humor. And, and just he's a I love you like a fat kid loves cake. Like, that's the dude that we're talking about. So a lot of times I'm like, OK, he's he's funny. You know, he bought tickets for um, Ja Rule's concerts and then he was only one in the audience. You know, he's audience yeah. bright, bright tickets. He's, he's funny. He has his humor. However, this right here wasn't funny. And this just really, you know, I, I have to just tell him like this was corny of him. And I was just disappointed. And I just feel like, you know, especially at a time like this, like, come on, brother. Like, that's how we look at it. Like, come on, brother. Like, really? I mean, we're already divided. So but guess what? You can like who you want to like. But this would be one of the men who he just said it. He, he like put his fist up. He was like, you know, you got the angry black woman. Like, ah, 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 get off me. And he's like throwing jabs. Like he got to like, like, get off me, get off me. And it's like, wow, but but no, like, really, you should be saying that for the Karens. That's really what it is. Get off me, get off me. Like, it shouldn't be, I, I, I didn't really, I wasn't feeling it. And Lil Wayne, you know, he's getting married to what would be considered an exotic, I guess. Um, he's marrying, a, I don't know if she's Italian or Spanish or whatever, and she's a plus size model. So, like, so what you're really saying is, you know, you're going to go plus size, which is a beautiful thing. However, she got to be exotic. She got to be something that's not from around the way. And that just makes you whack as a black man. You have a black mother. You have, you know, black sisters, you have a black son. Like, what are you really teaching them? So I'm not feeling anytime you have a black man that says, you know, I don't like to date or I'm not into black women. You're immediately corny to me. Don't even worry about it. I'm not checking for you. Trust me. Like, like you don't feel at home with us, but yet you were, you know, born and raised with us. Don't you worry. No, what, not- what did Tupac say? Tupac said, we'll have a race of babies who will hate the ladies that make the babies. Woo, that was a whole, nothing but nothing. Please, nothing. No, but, but mm-hmm. the word, mm-hmm. never more true words. I, you know, I, I've had a a lot of conversations, side conversations with, um, some of the the men in my life, and you know, and fe- black females too, uh, other females. You know, this is a this is a highly debated topic. Mm-hmm. So, just you know, some thoughts on it. To me, is whenever a black man puts down a black woman, it is a form of self-hate. Yes, absolutely. You know, because you, there's no way that you can look at a black woman and not see yourself. Mm-hmm. So when you're putting her down, you are putting yourself down. Right. I don't care how you even cut it. You know, and another thing is, for real, for real, whatever exotic that you're talking about, if you didn't have any money, I'm guaranteeing you that uh, Curtis that's driving the bus he ain't got a, a bevy of exotic exoticals out here. She ain't checking for you, boo, because it's a money thing to them. Trust and believe. So there's a hierarchy of you a black man, you a black man with money. Oh, yes. That opens the door for a lot of them. But but trust me, um, Fernanda, Fernanda is not checking for you if your pockets wasn't, wasn't green or you couldn't get her a green card. I'm just saying. So, you know, another thing I look at is... When they talk about like the angry black woman and I, you know, of course, as a black woman, I do take offense to that because there's so much behind that mm-hmm. to, to unravel and understand. And, you know, it really has a lot to do with what's passed down, how we came to this country. I can I can go through the whole thing on not making excuses and not justifications. There's a lot of healing that needs to happen. So it's a loaded word. But you know, trust me, when y'all talk about these exotics or even my Latina sisters, you know, how they're spicy or they're, you know, they're exotic or, you know, she, you, you hear about that. It's almost like you, they praise that. 
But let a black woman express her emotion and instantly she's moving the needle to, oh, she's angry. Oh, she's angry. No, you know, that's where the bullshit lies. So like you said, it's a lot of self-hate. Y'all can keep it moving. I don't want to hear it. You're just not my type. And any brother who really feels like I'm at home with uh, something that I can't relate to. Now, now, granted, you know, to some extent, like I said, you can love who you want to love. However, just culturally where we're at, I'm like, no, nah, I'm not feeling you. Like, it, I mean, and it can go. And this is another conversation. If I were to meet a gentleman who says, you know, I really like light skinned girls and that's only what I'm into. That's a turnoff mm-hmm. for me. And I'm light skinned. That's a turnoff. Oh, I'm like, I, I understand. I think you and I both had, what? you know, when somebody say like, what are you like? You, We got to be something other than black Mm-mm. to, I, I guess look a certain way like you you got to be mixed with something i know i know you've heard it oh, yeah well the it's the most it. disrespectful to me like the the most disrespectful and it also is just shows how small-minded people can be because you you are you instantly think that if you are black you think that there can't be anything beautiful that comes out of being black that right. that to me is what that that's saying like oh you look for something else to justify right, that, right. look Right. Yeah. A no. characteristic Mm-mm. other than Mother Africa. Okay. Well, that's, not, that's on you. Yeah. Um, I didn't like you it. Know, I just, I just hope that remember, I just hope somebody checked 50 like he checked on Gail. Remember that? Oh, he sure did let her know. Exactly. Good one. Mm. Mm. Like, come on, y'all. Let, let's see. Let's see who checks him. Like, he was so busy running his mouth when Gail King, you know, came out with the whole Kobe and they came to defense because. Black men, you know, first of all, it's, I mean, we, we got we got a lot of stuff going on, but black men, you know, the most, the most, they, they got so much coming from the outside, but then, you know, a lot of them do turn to the inside, which is black women and black relationships and treat us just as unfairly as the world treats them. Right. And it's so backwards. And then they have a hard, hard time understanding why the black woman is upset and showing emotions and feelings. I mean, just think of that. Like, yeah, I mean, right now we live in a, we live in a world of George Floyd and, and Trayvon Martin and all these other black boys, black men who have lost their lives from outside forces. So we know what it is, you know, the black man struggle, it's a struggle, mm-hmm. but then they turn around and, and, and treat us unfairly. Right. It just doesn't make, it really doesn't make any sense. Um, you know, and then, you know, and like I said, I, I love 50 cent. I do. Cause he's, cause he's a brother and I feel like, you know, you want to embrace him, but let's, let's be real here. He got, we know that he got two sons, which is the son that he masquerades and which is the son that he disowns publicly. Oh, let me guess. Tell it. Tell let me, the truth. Let me, guess, let me guess the one that the one that looks 100% black versus the one that looks a little more biracial. Correct. So we have seen him publicly shame and disown his black son with I don't want to call her with what the mother's name is, but mm-hmm. she around the way mm-hmm. and his exotical son, we see him all up in the house. We we he parades him around. Right. Now, what's that about? I let's just let's just call a spade a spade. What's what is that about? It's it's sounding it's sounding very Kanye West. And when he get on, he leave your ass for a white girl. Pretty much. While while you're washing those dishes, like while you wash, you wash them. (laughs) Like 
you know, because when he was on his way up, you know, he probably didn't have any say so to wanting any of that. And trust me, I'm not trying to say what's considered exotic is expensive. So don't get my words fucked up here. I'm just saying that I know that there's a look that he's talking on. And I know that Kim Kardashian, if that would be the epitome of what they're all going for, you got to remember who she's emulating. Let's let's go back. And that's why I wish fight like Mm -hmm. I wish black men would 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 jump up with that, you know, and just and 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 look at that. Cause like I always say, you know, they want our rhythm, but they don't want our blues. And anytime you see a a non-black woman and she is embracing or is with a black man, nine times out of ten is because she embracing something about our culture. Mm-hmm. It mm-hmm. just it it is what it is. And we go the same way with him being with her. He's in he I think I think it's more so he doesn't want to look in the mirror. He doesn't want to embrace the mirror when they date. And, uh, yeah, I said it's 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 some it's a it is a form of self-hatred because there's no way, you know especially being black as black as he is to not see himself in a black woman. And 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 I don't I can't speak on whether he does or not, but to make those kind of statements like, what's exotic? You know what I'm saying? Like what 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 really is that? Because if you're talking about somebody that's born in a different country. I don't know. Speaks a different language. Like you talking about a look. It's a look that's exotic. So it's 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 something that you prize over what looks like you. Do, is that what you're doing? And then don't you call it, like you don't understand why a black woman? Because you know, as black women, like we gonna always go to bat for a black man. I don't care. They can mistreat us. Yes. You know, treat us unfairly. They can disrespect us we're going to always cap for black men. And, and it's, it's, un, it's a lot of ways it's unfortunate, but that's just how it is. We're going to always, we're going to always go to bed. We're going to always, you know, one thing Malcolm X said, he was like, what is the most disrespected woman is the black woman. Right. And if you understand, because we get it even from our own men, you know, and I wish men would be black men would be more protectors of black women. Um, and, you know, instead of bashing us, like, you know, we make music bashing black women. That's, you know, that's what our culture does. Nobody else do this. So black men, you know, is Black Lives Matter. But I would love to see black men speak up more and embrace black women, women, instead of pointing out those times when we do show emotion and we get caught in this because we are supportive of y'all. Mm-hmm. It, it gets turned around and misconstrued as angry and bitter and and all these other things and and that's if if we took the time to really kind of peel away where this all comes from and what I mean you can go back to go back to slavery when you could not show affection because showing affection means okay you're gonna get moved to another plantation you're gonna get you're gonna get shipped off so we were not allowed to express ourselves. Right. To, you know, express that. And you talk about people who are, we are naturally, you mean, you go back to Africa, like we are naturally animated and expressive people. So imagine having this to suppress that Mm -hmm. comes to place like, oh, you can't be who you are. You can't, you can't even show any of that. Right. So now it's to kind of make it so that we show that in a healthy way. That that's been like my whole movement with this is, you know, show it in a healthy way. Like 
50, that was too much. You, you're not, if you're not embracing a black woman, don't say nothing. And I realize he has a persona to keep up with and all this other stuff. No, but that- man, look in the mirror. Cause they was calling, he said in his music, they was calling you a baboon and a monkey and all kind of stuff. So teeth fix and the dimple he got from the shot, you know, like, yeah, you, you wasn't on that. You weren't on that level. So either way you're wrong. And if that's really how you feel, you know, I can't tell you how to feel, but I'm just disappointed, you know, for my brother, like I'm disappointed. And I do feel as though for you and little Wayne to laugh on that, it's so hurtful that that conversation should have just been left between y'all two. And it shouldn't have been for the masses because the one thing I don't like to do is I don't want uh, non-black people to ever hear us talk about each other that way. That's something that I won't do. I don't do. I feel like that's my like cousins. Like, you don't, you know, nobody can come into my house. Even if let's say my cousin Jerry's an alcoholic, the neighbor can't come in and be like, you know, your cousin Jerry be drinking. We all look at the neighbor like, who the fuck are you talking to? Like that's, 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 that's family business. So I will not talk out against us, you know, for the masses to hear. And he's on such a platform that was just like, nah, man, like, mm-mm, that was not cool. That just wasn't cool. You could feel that way. Wasn't cool. Wasn't cool. That was whack. Mm-mm. I don't like it. So keeping it, we kind of segue. Cancel Curtis. I think we're about to cancel you, Curtis. Curtis. Mm-mm. I'm not going to your candy shop. I don't know what you're going to be selling. So I will tell you this much. Keeping it in the arena of uh, black brothers that need to be woken up. I don't know if you saw the interview with uh, CNN host uh, Don Lennon with Terry Crews. You know, Terry Crews, the one who pumps his chest. Don Lemon. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I, and, I, uh, did. Oh, I did. Okay. And there's been some fire and backlash because Terry Crews is tweeting about the Black Lives Matter movement and sounds like he's very disconnected. And Lemon had to like, you know, stick it to him. Like, do you understand what the Black Lives Movement matter is about? And Cruz was just saying like, there's a lot of extremists and violence and I love everybody. And he just sounded like white privilege, I hate to tell you. And he just totally stepped over what the whole premise is about, you know, with um, the police brutality and the injustice. He totally stepped over all of that. And he was someone to part his mouth to say like, all lives matter, like, and I remember this is also the black man who was supposedly sexually, uh, what is sexually? Oh, he was his booty. Somebody grabbed his booty. Grabbed one of the booty, producers, you know, something. <laughs> he came out, and I'm like, not this big motherfucker. Like somebody was really like, cut, like raised up on you, and you let that happen. Are like, you crying about it? So yeah. ever since then, I'm like, well, that's a little bitch assery. But anyway, so yeah, he he is out of pocket with this one. And we've never seen Lemon, you know, he's he has been the voice of the Black Lives Matter movement. We appreciate him on CNN. He's speaking up. But he really had to have a moment to be like, let me just let you know, do you know what the Black Lives Matter movement is about? And Terry Crews wanted to get into uh, uh, police and no, he wanted to talk about, I'm sorry, not police. He went to the other side and talk about Chicago killings, black on black crime. And it was like, wait a minute. So it was like, so you sound like a colonizer, Terry. Yeah. It was For like, real. so don't get me wrong. Lemon, he checked him. He was like, wait a minute. So it's like, we're talking about cancer and you're like, wait, but what about HIV? And he told him, he's like, if you want to start your own movement, then by all means, if you want to start a gun violence, you know, black Lives matter, then you start your own movement. But this is what this is about. So Terry Cruz totally didn't even, recognize he just sounded disconnected and and for him to have such a platform i felt like white supremacists were clapping their hands like this is a type of black man we like that's how i looked at what he was saying it just sounded so out of touch for lack of a better yeah word. I, I mean that's i i heard it and I, you know just somebody who was just 
when we talk about woke, you know, and we say it like it's, but like somebody who is just so sleep, you know, just, just completely not self-aware of himself, you know? And cause I, I would say I'm looking at him and I'm like, this is a big burly black man. You know, I think he played in a ball, he played ball, you know, he's funny in some movies or whatever. Some white chicks. But I'm Same like, this is the most, this is some, this is some white boy shit. Like, what are you talking about? What are you, what are you saying? This, that's that, that's that whole conversation about all lives matter. I mean, you might as well, that's pretty much what he said. And he even went so far to say that the notions of the ideas, it's like black supremacy. Like, first of all, what's wrong with that? And then two, what are you talking about, Terry? Like, what are you talking about? I just, you know, these are the people to me that are very dangerous to the movement mm-hmm. because it, and because number one, they, the, he has a platform. So he is, he's speaking this. And so of course, you know, there are people that going to jump on his platform. So already you are creating a divide and for anything with some, you know, black lives matter, it's a movement. So it's, it's an, it's an ideology. So we need, we are, we are moving forward. That's what we, that's what we are endeavoring to do. So when you kind of throw shit in the game like this and you cause this sort of divisiveness and then you have a platform and you get people to kind of like take that side, you are, you are keeping the movement from progressing forward. Right. Terry. Exactly. Terry with your, um, titty popping self, Terry. So I don't know. Yeah. This, you know, Black Lives Better. And he he said it, he used the hashtag that, you know, the Black Lives Matter movement is going to move, you know, is going to dangerously move into Black Lives Better, which again, what's wrong with that? One, and then two, what are you talking about, Terry? He said, said, you know, something about a lot of people behind this movement are militant and you, you're going to have to expect some type of, you know, like backlash. And it's like, so what, like, do you, are you not paying attention to what is happening to black men today? That's the part that has me so confused. Are you not, are you not seeing what's happening to black men today? And if you are seeing it, how can you step over that pile? You get what I'm saying? That mess right there and go to sweep up some other shit. Like that's the part as a black man, that's the part that had me like, you know what? I don't know what soup or or what he's sipping on, but there's a disconnect. And again, I'm embarrassed and I'm disappointed. Same way I'm embarrassed and disappointed with Fifty Cent. Yeah. What what are we doing? What are we doing for for people to see? We're at a point where people have their phone in their hands. They're looking at you. And I'm not saying you have to be a perfect person. Um, if you're a, a celebrity, however, this is a time to really show that we are united. That's all this is. This is a time to be united, be united with your black sisters, be united with your black brother, like the whole shebang, because guess what? On the other side of it, our color is relevant. Let me tell you something. And you need to know what side of history you want to stand on. No, but he's he's already made it very clear what side he is on. So... Um, we good over here, fam. That's all I'm gonna say. Like we we good over here. We don't we don't need you. We don't we don't need you talking. You know your that all lives matter bullshit that Karen and Brad's and Amy's be talking. I don't. We don't need that right now. This it's not. It's neither the time nor the place. And it's uh, it's such a sad thing that you actually have this platform where you can probably do a lot of good, especially in that industry. Yeah. And I didn't listen to you when you cried on the couch. And you talked about how the white dude but grabbed your balls mm-hmm. at a at an event, mm-hmm. but 
you this this is not a air arena where you want to stand up for your people. Um, what's what? wrong with you, Terry? Bye. He said this is the the Me Too movement for Black people. He compared this as the Me Too movement for Black people. Wow. Was, I'm not. A, I'm like I will fuck you up. Like what are you talking about? I just I just was feeling such a ways. I'm just thinking talking of feeling, about Terry. What like, are you talking about? Like it just like I said, just a big disconnect. And I just want to put a PSA out for you know, non-black people listening, I just want to be very clear. He is not a representation of black men. Just so, just please do not, hello, anybody out there? My name is Shatara. And I (laughs) know, hello, anybody out there? Hello. He is not a representation. 50 cents words. He's not a representation of all black men. He's a, he's not, he's a small little slither of a, of a black man that got a little bit of money and now he's, he's flossing with it. But Trust me, he's not. He's not us. He's not us in but so many ways. And he's letting us know he ain't us. He lets you know I'm not on your team. I'm not wearing your for members only jacket. Take this black jacket off of me. I don't want it. That's what he just said. Okay. All right. All right. Take it. Take it back. What are you talking about Terry? Go. Go twiddle your your um. Go pump your chest. No, go pump your chest. Go pump your chest. Uh huh. Go go fiddle with your nips. <laughs> Fiddle your nipples. Mm, Done with you. Done with you. Oh man, we should need, we should have a a black ass a black ass ass award because he would win it. Black ass showed your black ass showing your ass. You showing your ass. That was just. Are you at this time? Like, are you? That's all I kept thinking. Like, is he serious? Like, you know, Terry made me laugh in that white chicks movie, and even then, I was like, look at this jackass. I know. You know, making right. my way around town. Remember, he was chasing the white girl in the movie. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I remember the song came on. He was like, "That's my jam," and he started popping and locking. I was cracking up. You know, that was. Yeah, some- but you know, he's he's the ultimate buffoon with with all oh, of this. Like big time, the ultimate big time buffoonery. Was- all what in the buffoonery is this? And had the nerve to bring up Martin Luther King and Nelson Mandela and and Malcolm X. He had the nerve to even bring them. In. It was just like. What school did you go to? What school? Of, what school of rock did you go to? What reading rainbow? What reading rainbow episode did you watch? What one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve? Did you miss? What did you miss? Take a look. It's in a book. I don't know, Terry. Mm-mm. No, Terry's not my people's right now. Sorry. All right. Move along. I'm done with woke. I'm tired. I'm going to sleep. But guess what? I won't if you got something good to talk about. I do, I do, I do. All right. Well, you know, because we don't have any sort of segue, we out of the woke and we are now at the weekend D. You gotta go with noon. I used to be scared of the dick. Now I throw lips to the shit. Hands with like a real bitch. Have the hunter. We talk about that later. Okay. Well, all right. So here is a question that came from one of our listeners. So I'm going to just, just read it. She says, I've been dating my boyfriend for a couple of years. We are do we are doing well, but he insists on using a condom every time we have sex. He says he doesn't want to get me pregnant, even though he knows I'm on the pill. He says he's clean. I love him very much, but I feel like the kind of makes it less intimate and sometimes the friction is uncomfortable. What should I do? Mm. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be like the 
So I ain't want to gossip, so you ain't heard it from me. But sounds like she's on some ODB. Uh, ooh, baby, I like it raw. That's what <laughs> <laughs> shimmy shimmy ya shimmy yay shimmy yay i'm just saying she is definitely scratching her neck like give me some of that give me some of that uncut raw <laughs> pure white cocaina that's what she's saying she the real. Don't, give me that pure mm-hmm buy the coke cook, cook, cut it put yourself up in it yeah that's what it is. That's dangerous. Oh, that horse. Give me that horse. Yippee-ki-yay, yippee-ki. Ooh, that's tough. I, I respect when a man is the one to initiate using the condom. I respect that because a lot of times, if you don't initiate that, that dude is already behind you like, huh, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> They'll try you. That motherfucker will try, all right? Like, Wait a minute. You got, you got some? Yeah. That, yeah, that's not always the priority. You got to sometimes you got to catch a dude. You know they, you know, who they try it. You know, and huh, and back when you're younger, they will. Well, let me just put the head in, and you know, then I'll put it on. They let me just feel it. Okay, so don't get yourself caught up. I would say, um, I would say, uh, if they've been together for a few years, he might be fucking other people. Hate to put it to you, because I don't know what man don't like it raw. Do you know anybody? Yeah, I was. You know, I, <laughs> I was. I oh. actually thought about this. You know, like. When a man is super on it with the condom, I mean, usually it means he has multiple that. partners. I do it. You know, and because if you're with someone and, you know, it's, it's only y'all right. and you trust her and hopefully you trust yourself, I mean, I don't understand why we always got to go in the bathtub with our raincoats on. But, you know, what? Wait. maybe. They should go to the doctor. I would say go to the doctor because he may have some shit. And that's why he's so consistent. So I would right. say go to the doctor, especially if y'all been together for a few years, go to the doctor, knock that out, you know, give each other each other's papers, you know, and it goes beyond just HIV. There's other shit out there. Once you come to each other with papers and maybe that's something that they haven't really, you know, addressed, then right. or go get, just go get tested together and see what, what it is. Maybe like, I, I mean, I, I'm really curious. Like she only said this part, but I'm just like, what does he say if he's saying I don't want to get you pregnant, but she's on a pill? Like, nah. Are you, like, is there something? Like, what else is there? Nah. Mm-mm. She's on the pill. It's like ninety nine point six percent effective or something, right? But just because you're on the pill doesn't mean that STDs, you know, don't stop. So he says he is clean. That's one thing that's like sticking out. Like he says he was clean. So I don't believe him. I don't believe him. He needs more people. He probably has more people, and that's all that is. So. I don't know any man that's been with his woman for years and they're comfortable with each other. And if she, you know, like she's on the pill, so she goes to her doctor, obviously. Are you kidding me? No. Mm-mm. And she's on the pill. That's like the first thing, you know, did you get it yet? Did you get it yet? Dudes want to know. What you got going on over there? You know, are you, are you on something? Right. I mean, I, I, I agree with you. Like, this is so interesting. Like it's the tables are turned. Cause no, you know, usually it's the guy that, don't want to wear the condom. They'll be taking it off mm-hmm. and trying not to, you know, trying every which way. Let me just put the tip in, you know, the, those types, <laughs> just, yeah. the tip types. The tip so types. it's, it's interesting that this is not like he's saying it's op- opposite. She said they've been dating for a couple of years. So is that like two, two to three years? Um, and they've never gone. Uh, and that, and it, yeah. Like sounds like they've never. So, you know, I, I agree. Like maybe he, maybe y'all need to go get tested together. Maybe he's scared to get tested, you know? Um, 
maybe there's something going on. I, I, you know, and I don't want to be, I don't want to put so much suspicion in it, but I'm just like, that's really odd. Cause you don't hear about the man who is in a sound like a committed relationship. I granted they're not married, but sounds like they've been boyfriend, girlfriend for a couple of years. Like it's not a, she doesn't say it's an open relationship. So what's the issue? I, you know, on his part, what, what's he waiting for? Maybe he's just a really good guy and he feels like when I get married, I'll give my full self to you. But until I'll take then, the condom off when I get married, we could t- continue to have sex with a condom. But when we've we never, get married, I'm going to take we, the ta-da. We, we, right. Because you can, because technically, you know, there is disease, there is pregnancy. So I'm holding that part sacred. I'm just bullshitting. I don't know. Because this dude got me stunned because I don't know. Like I said, I don't know. Any man. Hell, I've even dated one guy and he always made sure there was condoms. And I appreciate that and love that. But the one thing I knew about him was I'm 95% sure he has another partner. Right. That's usually how that goes. You know, and that's why I say, right. So I, I would I would think the same thing. I would truly think that there's something else going on mm-hmm. why he feels like he needs to always wear a condom in what sounds like a committed relationship. Oh, no. yeah. and, and, and if he has some good D, I will tell you this right now, ladies and gentlemen, don't ever flatter yourself and think you're Christopher Columbus and you're the first one who discovered this shit. Okay. Cause you're not, somebody else knows he got some good D. So there's a good chance that there's somebody else in the wing, whether he's rid of her or him, hate to put that out there or him, whether he's getting rid of them. And he's, you know, when y'all got together, he was, he was in something already. You know, he, his stroke game might be, might be great. He might be looking at you like, you're going to think I invented sex. That's why I can't take the shit off. I don't want no shit out of you. He might be looking at her that way. Like, mm-mm, you might get a little too sprung. You never know. He might be just, but not nah, a couple of years. Nah, that's the bullshit. Absolute bullshit. Don't buy it. Yeah. Don't buy yeah, it. Yeah, I'm. I'm gonna. I'm. I agree with you. I think there's some little more investigation into this, as to what his hangup is, what's going on. Some somebody else is going on. That's what it is. Somebody else is going on, or maybe he has some shit and he knows it. I mean, dirty dick is a real thing. Mm-hmm. When these kids are having to get HPV shots or whatever the heck, yeah, that's 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 about a uh, that's dirty sex right there. Y'all are passing some uh, grime and don't even know it. Mm, mm, mm. Take you to Planned Parenthood, won't you? Won't you? So, <laughs> so, yeah, so, so no, if he is actually using one, just like, you know what? <sighs> I'm taking it as a compliment, but at the same time, I'm not really understanding. So I think she should have a conversation with him and ask him if they want to go to the doctor to make sure everything is good and clean. Because if we're being monogamous, then we should be 100% free with each other. And maybe when you get to the doctor, there might be another conversation you need to have. You may have one baby that you don't know about. He ain't trying to have another one. He's been sh- he's been scared shitless to tell you. I'll make up some lifetime stories now. And there you go. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You another one? You another one? <laughs> We're good. Well, I hope we gave some, you know, we gave our honest. I know that. So, girl. Yes. I don't know. Don't well. All right. Don't be tested. Reconsider. <laughs> Some literature on the subject. Sure, nigga. Fuck you. <laughs> All right. Where oh, we awesome. at? Uh, um, so we're at the jam. This is my jam. Okay, I'm gonna take you way back to the old school. Chub rock, treat him right. Oh shit. This is this is my jam. Cause 
I'm at the point where I need some good feel good, you know, music. No cursing. He was respecting women. Oh, man, this is just a good, clean hip hop song. And anytime it comes on, this is one of those where you like turn that up. You turn it up. So you know, Chub Rock. Um, he, he's the man. He is. He's the man. He's a New York-based rapper. This was back in 1990. All right. So what people don't know about Chub Rock was that he was a pre-med student. He dropped yep. out of Brown University to pursue his music career, and he was a merit scholar. So I don't know if you remember, but he always talked so eloquently. He was yeah. eloquently, and he was before you know Biggie, Biggie, Biggie Smalls. And this song is just just the bomb and it is just my good party song and it's my good feel good song and it is the epitome of old school hip hop I totally agree one thing yeah like it was kind of like a feel good it was a time in hip hop where like the music was like feel good like it was progressive and it was woke but it was also like this was like dance music and remember I remember the video where I'm like this the biggest he is so big but he is out here dancing Mm -hmm. him Yes, him and Heavy D were like two big dudes who danced. Mm-hmm. Yes, and they moved. We're coming back to 1990. Chubb Rock jumps up on the scene with the lean and a pocket full of green. And I mean, he talks about Robocop was a shock. He's talking about Popeyes. He talks about signing autographs and how, you know, he has no room to really be arrogant, you know, because we yeah. all to pull out. Never forget Steph Hawkins. When you walk in, you don't just run black on black. Remember, that's is important. Yep, I loved it. It, it, he, he put a whole lot, you know, in the song. And I just like the fact that he kept repeating the year with every verse. And it just lets you know you're getting older. But I, I was there for that. You know how old I was when this was? I was Calm t- down. Calm it down. Oh, I'm, I'm like, I was 10. <laughs> but I knew the words. I was right there with you. Like, we're going. Uh-huh. This was, so this is my jam. Yes, this is my jam. Chub Rock. Treat me right. Mm, uh. Mm-hmm. I love it. I love it. Guaranteed rights, treat me right. Very good. Yes. Okay. Okay. All right. So we are now at the support black businesses segment of the show. We believe in growing our economy and strengthening our communities by supporting products and services made FUBU for us by us. So this week, I want to shine a spotlight on Urembo Skincare. Um, it is a natural skincare line that focuses on natural recipes, which has been passed down through generations made for dark spots, blemishes, eczema, and so much more. So Urembo is Swahili for beauty. This is a company they're based in North Carolina. It was started by two African sisters and the skincare, you know, I am, you know, I'm a person who I'm really, I don't, I hate to use the word try. We know why I'm trying, but I want to replace all of my products that I normally buy with black owned products, black supporting black businesses. So this is one where as I used to, you know, go out and get my, you know, I'm, you know, we some soap girls. We love some soaps and lotions. Mm -hmm. Am I right? You and you always have something good too. When I come into I town, that's something good. I got a whole store. I got a whole Bath and Body Works and mm-hmm. Bath Beauty Bath Shot. The whole thing, I always do. But I'm looking. I'm looking to replace a lot of my items that I use with black-owned products. So this one just it came right on time. And like I said, it has like this the natural component. They haven't been bought out by uh, 
a white owned company and selling in Target. So they are just support them, support them y'all. So uh, you can find them at www.true-orembo.com. Beautiful. I'm I'm all in. Uh, Next time I come over, I want to use all of your stuff. (laughs) (laughs) I know you will. All right. All right, y'all. Well, we have come to the end of the show. So you can listen and subscribe to That's What I'm Saying, the podcast. We're on iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, iHeartRadio, Speaker, Stitcher, CastPod, TuneIn, Spotify. And we're also on Pandora. All you got to do is tell Pandora, find That's What I'm Saying, the podcast, and she's going to find us. Mm-hmm. Um, you can also watch That's What I'm Saying, the TV show on Island TV. Follow us on Instagram and Facebook at TwizPod. And Shatara, anything else we want to let everybody know? Yes, please be part of the conversation. Talk to us, DM us. We are listening. We love you all. <laughs> we want to talk. Send us an email to That's What I'm Saying podcast at gmail.com. Until next time, thank you so much for listening. Peace. Peace.